you're listening to the Anne Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm talking about how to heal split energy. So if you find yourself going back and forth on things, this is the episode for you. Hey, I'm Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and the Anne Life is an unconventional guide to creating the feel good life of your dreams. Conventional advice says if you want something, you have to do more, sacrifice, and work harder. But that's a bunch of nonsense. In this podcast, I show you how to work from the inside out to have everything you want and more. Here, you'll find a bridge between the woo-woo and the practical, so you'll know exactly how to create the life and business of your dreams. Because it's not either or, it's and. Hello and welcome to the And Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Blanchard. I'm an author and a mindset coach who helps you to manifest whatever you want without worrying about how you're going to do it. And in this episode, I'm talking about healing split energy. So first, what is split energy? In my mind, and this is how I define it, split energy is when you constantly go back and forth on something. One day it's this, the next day it's that. You don't fully back the decision or the choice that you've made. And so you waver, right? You go back and forth. And we actually talked about decision making a few episodes ago. And I wanted to follow up with this episode because I think there's a lot more to it than just not wavering. And I'm going to show you how you know when you've made a decision. And if you haven't, how to know which area of the decision making process you still need to work on, right? So what part of it you still have split energy in. And the reason you don't want split energy is because you can't manifest things if you are going back and forth, right? If one day it's this and the next day it's that, the universe gets confused, right? It doesn't know what you actually want. And so you have to make a decision and then fully back that decision in all ways. And the way to do that is to look at all of the elements that are required for you to make a decision and for you to know that all of your energy and all of that is fully behind it. So I recently made a decision chart and this was something I created because my clients kept asking me, how do I know when I've made a decision? And I wanted to have something tangible that they could use anytime they feel like they haven't decided yet or they have split energy or they're just needing to make a decision and they're wanting to know what do I have to actually do in order to make that decision and stick with it, right? And like I said, we talked a little bit about this in the previous episode and this is going to be a follow-on to that. So in the description of this podcast episode, there will be a link for you to download a decision chart if you want one for yourself so that you can use this tool anytime you're making a decision in your own life or when you feel like you have split energy and you're not sure how to heal that, right? So I'm going to walk you through the decision chart, the elements that are involved in it, why it works the way it does, and how to know when you fully made a decision and when you still have split energy. So first, the decision chart is basically a graph and it has two sides and a bottom, right? So the left side is zero to 100%. So this is the percent of where you are as far as making the decision, right? So if you're anywhere besides 100, you haven't fully made a decision yet. So you're not quite there. The other side is your energy or your vibration, right? And the reason for this is because as you make a decision, as you fully back that decision, as you put all of the elements in place that need to be in place for that decision to be something you're fully behind, you're going to raise your energy, right? Your vibration is going to go up. And the reason is that you are matching the vibration of the thing that you desire to have. So the elements that are involved in making a decision are your desire, your belief, your thoughts, your feelings, your intention, and your actions. And these are elements based on the thing that you desire to have or the thing you're making a decision about. So let's look at desire. 
where are you and the level of desire, right? So whatever you're making a decision about, where's the desire? Is it between zero and 100? If it's not at 100, then you're not fully backing it, right? You're not fully there. And maybe if your desire isn't at 100, that's something to look at right away, right? Because you probably don't actually want this thing or maybe you want something different or maybe you're shooting yourself or maybe you're telling yourself that you have to want this thing. But at the end of the day, you don't actually want it. So the most important thing is to make sure that your desire is at 100% because if it's not, it's going to be really hard to make a decision and fully back it, right? Because when you don't fully desire something and you're not at 100% with that desire, you're never going to stick to whatever is going to be required for you to back that decision. And that's why your desire is always the starting point. Where is your desire on the chart? Is it zero to 100? If it's not at 100, you probably want something else, right? Or another version of that thing. So I would really dig in and look at, well, where's my desire right now? And do I feel that I'm fully desiring this thing or is there something else? Am I shooting myself? Am I saying that I have to do this thing? Like really look at that stuff. And you might want to journal on it or take some time just to like meditate on it, think about it, because that is the most important thing is that your desire is fully there because if you don't actually want it, the rest of it really doesn't matter. So let's say your desire is at 100%. Next, you want to look at your belief and this is your belief based on that desire, right? So this is not just belief in general, but it is how you believe about the thing that you desire. Where is your belief that you get to have this thing? Where is your belief that this thing can happen for you? Where is your belief that it's already done, right? From zero to 100 And you want to look at that on the scale, right? Because once you know where you are, you'll know whether your belief is fully behind the thing that you want. And if it's not, you haven't made a decision yet, right? You haven't put all of the energy required to match the thing that you want. So if your belief isn't at 100, that's something to work on as well and to look at, well, why don't I believe I get to have this? Why don't I believe this will work? Why don't I think that it's possible for me to have this, right? What is the belief that's going on? And if you're not at 100, there's something funky going on in the belief, right? So you want to look at all of that stuff and you really want to go through the process of asking yourself, what beliefs do I have that say I can't have this? What beliefs do I have say that it's not possible, that it won't happen, etc. So it's really looking at all the beliefs that you have going on and making sure that those beliefs fully back you having the thing that you desire. So if they don't, right, if you're still feeling that like wavering in the belief, well, some days I believe it's possible and some days I believe it's not, then that's split energy, right? So That's something to work on is to fully back yourself in the belief that you get to have it, that it is possible, that it will happen, this or something better. So if your belief isn't 100% yet, that's something to work on, right? That's to look at the old beliefs, to look at are these actually true? Is there something else that could be true instead? What would feel better, right? What, What belief would feel better for you? And what belief could you choose instead? And really focus on that to get yourself up to 100% so that your belief is matching the desire that you have. The next thing is your thoughts. So again, not your thoughts in general, but your thoughts about the desire that you have. What thoughts do you have coming up for you? Are they positive thoughts? Are they thoughts that support you in having this desire and having this thing that you want? Where are you on the scale? Zero to 100 with your thoughts. And if you're not at 100, you have split energy. So now it's looking at, well, what are the thoughts I currently have? Are they serving me? Are they going to help me to actually get this thing, right? To actually have myself fully backing this desire that I have. Or are they all over the place? Are they still feeling kind of negative? Is there something that I need to work on, right? So changing the thought. And it works the same way as the belief. You list out all of the thoughts you currently have about the desire that you want. What tells you you can't have it, right? What thoughts are saying that this isn't possible, that you don't get to have it, that it's not going to work for you or whatever it is. 
And then you're changing those thoughts, right? Choosing to think different thoughts that actually align with you having the thing that you want. And if you don't have that yet, that's what you're going to work on so that you can get your thoughts at 100% so that the thoughts that you're thinking and the beliefs that you have going on match the desire that you want. And if you have that, then you're at 100% and you're not splitting your energy. But if you don't, then again, that's something to work on. The next thing is feelings. Feelings about the thing that you desire to have. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's possible? Do you feel like you get to have it? Do you feel excited, happy, lit up, joyful, like whatever positive feeling emotions about this thing? Where are you on the scale from zero to 100? And if you're not feeling those feelings, right, if you're still not fully at 100 with feeling like this thing gets to be yours, feeling like that desire is already true for you, then there's split energy, right? And so that's the thing to work on. And anything that isn't at 100% is split energy. It is you not fully getting behind that thing you desire to have, right? And therefore, a decision hasn't fully been made. So where are your thoughts and how can you align them with you getting to have the beliefs? Where are your feelings on getting to feel as if you have this thing, right? Feeling like it's already yours. It's already done. It's going to happen. So aligning your desire with your beliefs, your thoughts, and your feelings is super important. And really, that is the foundation the internal foundation, right, for making a decision, for fully backing that decision, and for matching the vibration of the thing that you desire to have. Next is your intention. What are you intending with this thing that you desire, right? What is your intention for it? Are you intending that it is going to happen? Are you intending that you're going to make it work no matter what? Are you intending that you're going to fully stand behind it and back this decision until it shows up, this or something better? Where are you on the scale in intention, zero to 100? And if your intention isn't at 100, you haven't fully made a decision yet, right? You're not fully there. You still have split energy. And like I said, anything that across the board is not 100% in all of these areas is split energy, is going to stop you from manifesting the thing you desire to have because you're not matching the vibration of it. In order to receive something that you want, you have to be a vibrational match to it. And that just means that you are not you are not sabotaging it. You are not contradicting it. You are not creating contrast for yourself. You are literally 100% knowing what you want, believing you get to have it, thinking thoughts that match that, feeling feelings that match that, having intentions that match that, right? All of it is at 100%. And that's how you know you've made a decision, you're matching the vibration of the thing you want, and that's what you have to continue doing, right? Because you don't have split energy when you're at 100%. And then the final thing is your actions. So if you fully want something and you believe it's possible 100% and you have thoughts that say it's possible 100% and you feel feelings that it's possible that it's going to happen 100% and your intentions are at 100%, but your actions are still not matching all that, you still have split energy. So your actions also need to be at 100%. And what that means is, are you taking action on this desire? Are you backing this desire with your actions, right? Acting in faith of receiving is what I like to call it. It's also called acting as if. If you fully want something, believe it's possible, thinking the thoughts that it's possible, feeling the feelings that it's possible, and setting the intention that it's going to happen, you want your actions to match that. And so you act as if it's already true, right? You act as if you are fully behind this thing and then you take the actions you would take if it was already true, right? If you had already made this decision. And if you're not there 100% on the actions, then you have split energy, right? And that is, again, going to detract from you being able to manifest this thing into your life because you're not fully behind it in all ways. So your desire, your belief, your thoughts, your feelings, your intention, and your actions 
all must be at 100%. And when they are, you have made a decision, you are fully backing it, and you are matching the vibration of the thing that you desire to have. But if you're not at 100%, that's where you need to make a shift. So let me give you an example so you can kind of see how this would work in the real world, right? In real life, if you were using this to actually make a decision about something. So I may have talked about this before, but I have made a decision recently that I am not going to eat dairy. It's not going to be a daily thing anymore. It's not going to be part of my life every day because I have an allergy to it and it's not something that I want to be eating on a regular basis. However, for a while, I wasn't fully there, right? I had the desire to not eat dairy, right? I was feeling very much like it's time to not have stomach pain anymore. It's time to not have my face being all broken out because of the dairy allergy and just really 100% wanting to not eat dairy, right? And so that was the desire. It was at 100%. Now, the belief that I could make this happen was also at 100% because I, years ago, so 10 years ago, I found out I was allergic to dairy. I cut it out of my life completely and I did that for three full years. So I believe that I could do that again, right? I believe that it would be very possible for me to cut dairy out and for me to live 100% dairy-free and be good with it, right? So my belief was at 100%. My thoughts were not at 100%. So I was still having wavering thoughts on this decision because I was like, well, but when I go out to eat, it's so much easier to not to not worry about it and just eat whatever whatever I get and if there's dairy whatever or you know like I love to make cheese boards that's a big thing for me so my thought was well how can I make the cheese boards that I love to make if I don't eat dairy right like how is that even possible now how could I even do that so my thoughts were not 100% aligned with this desire to not eat dairy right it was not there so that was something I had to work on I had to work on well What thoughts do I have that say that I can't do this, right? That it's not going to be possible for me to stick to this, that it's just going to be too hard, whatever. And so I had to look at all of those thoughts and decide, are these actually true? No, of course not, because you can always change your thought. That's just how it is. So if it's not actually true and that there are other options available, other thoughts that you could think, what could I think instead? And so some thoughts that I changed it to were I thought that, well, I can just trust that if I choose to think the thoughts of I am not somebody who eats dairy, right? So rather than seeing myself as somebody who eats dairy and who can't not eat dairy because I just love cheese so much, I had to look at, well, what if I just thought of myself as a person who doesn't even like dairy, who doesn't even like cheese, who doesn't even want to eat that stuff, right? And I thought of myself in a different way and started to think as the version of me who doesn't eat dairy, right? And so then some other ideas came. Well, I could go to restaurants that have vegan options. I can order food from places that have vegan as an option or that offer lactose-free dairy so that I won't have any issues because lactose is really the biggest reason why I can't have dairy. But there are some places that offer like lactose-free dairy options. And so that's something that could potentially help too. So I had to change my thoughts around this, right? I had to change the thoughts around, I can't do this. It's going to be too hard. It's going to be impossible. It's not, right? Those are just thoughts and I could change those thoughts and that's what I did to get myself at 100% on that decision. And then the next thing was my feelings. Now obviously I was feeling a little bit back and forth on it so I wasn't fully there. I had split energy on that because I kept feeling like, well, how am I going to survive and get to enjoy my food and get to eat out when I want to if I can't eat dairy, right? If dairy is not something that I get to eat. So I had to go back and look at the feelings. Okay, well, where what's coming up for me as far as how I'm feeling? What are my 
causing myself to feel that maybe is negative in some way. And so I was feeling a little bit of that FOMO, right? That fear of missing out. That fear of like, oh, well, if I don't eat dairy, I'm going to be missing out on so many delicious things that I can't eat. And that was a big one for me, right? That was one of the things that made it really hard for me to want to fully back this decision to go dairy-free again because I was feeling like, well, how am I going to enjoy food, right? Because I had allowed myself to eat dairy again for so long the last couple of years that I didn't know how I would feel without it, right? I didn't know how I was going to be able to enjoy food. And I am a foodie. I love food. I love eating. I just love to make food and to try different things. And so it felt very intimidating to be like, oh, I'm just not going to eat dairy anymore. And so one of the things I did was I made one of my absolute favorite things, which is macaroni and cheese, but I made a dairy-free cheese sauce. And I've done this many times in the past. Like I said, I was dairy-free for three years. And I made this amazing cheese sauce and I put some hot hot sauce, meat sauce in it. So like it was more like a chili mac and it was delicious. It was so good. And I was feeling amazing. I was feeling so lit up by this new recipe that I came up with. And I was feeling so good about the fact that I wasn't going to have any stomach pain or any uh, face breakouts from this. And it felt really good to eat this dairy-free mac and cheese that I made. And that helped me to create the feeling of I am going to fully back this desire now to not eat dairy because now I've found ways to make sure that I still get to enjoy my food but without the dairy, right? So the feelings that were wavering went to 100% when I made that dairy-free mac and cheese because I finally was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I know how to make vegan things or dairy-free things. Obviously, vegan wouldn't have chili in there, but you know what I'm saying. I I know how to make vegan cheese sauces. I know how to make dairy-free cheese sauces. I know how to make things that are dairy-free taste good. I just forgot that about myself because it had been such a long time since I was fully dairy-free. So creating that feeling again and and eating that dairy-free mac and cheese made me feel really good because I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. I've done this before. I can do this. So my feelings in that area went up to 100% and were fully backing the decision. Then of course, my intention was at 100%. My intention was that I no longer want to feel like shit, right? I don't want to have stomach pain. I don't want my face to be broken out. Like I want to feel really good. And my intention is that I will when I get off the dairy. And I already knew this, like I said, because I'd been dairy-free previously. So it was really easy for me to get my intention behind that. And then the actions were my final place where I was still kind of wavering, right? Where I still had some split energy because I was worried about, well, is it going to be really hard to to be dairy-free? Because again, it had been such a long time since I was 100% dairy-free that I forgot that I knew how to make yummy things that don't have dairy in them. And so I looked up some recipes. I took some actions as if I was really going to go dairy-free. So I looked up some recipes for um, dairy-free, like different cheeses that I could make. So I actually have this um, really good recipe for like a vegan Parmesan, which is delicious and it's so good. And I can sprinkle it on anything and it tastes like Parmesan. It's very like salty and, and just like savory. It's delicious. And so by taking the actions of the version of me who has fully backed the decision and the desire to be dairy-free, taking the actions, looking up the recipes, writing them down like so that I can use them in my daily life, that was what allowed me to get my actions 100% behind the desire to be dairy-free. So now my desire, my belief, my thoughts, my feelings, my intention, and my actions are all lined up, right? They're 100% backing the decision to be dairy-free. And that means I'm matching the vibration of the version of me who is dairy-free. And so it's no surprise that three plus weeks later, I'm dairy-free, right? 100% and I haven't eaten any dairy. So if you want to make a decision 
but you haven't fully backed yourself in all of these areas, desire, belief, thoughts, feelings, intention, and actions, you are still having split energy, right? And split energy is never going to help you manifest the thing that you want. You have to be at 100% in all of these areas. So where are you still having split energy on your desires, on the things you want to make a decision about? And how can you now start to shift those things so that you can be at 100%. So download the decision chart so that you can use this as an actual worksheet for yourself to start looking at the desires you have and making sure that you are making a decision that this gets to happen, right? That you get to have this thing, this or something better. And if you are not doing that, then you're going to continue having split energy, right? You're going to continue being back and forth, wavering. One day it's this, one day it's that. And that's no way to manifest, right? You have to be 100% in all these areas. So that is the decision chart. That is how you heal split energy. And when you are at 100% with your desire, your belief, your thoughts, your feelings, your intention, and your actions, you no longer have split energy. You have healed the energy and you are now matching the vibration of the thing that you desire to have. So that is the decision chart, and I hope this is helpful for you. Like I said, I would definitely recommend downloading the chart so that you can see it in front of you as you watch this episode, or as you listen to this episode, rather, um, so that you know that you aren't, um, you know, going to make a decision that you're not fully backing, right? And you can use this chart anytime you find yourself desiring something, but that you're not fully behind, right? Where you're feeling like that wavering still, where you're feeling like your thoughts are kind of back and forth, like... This is going to help you to see with a visual of, okay, this is how I make a decision and stick to it, right? This is what it looks like to do that and to know what areas you have to work on if you aren't fully there yet, right? If you haven't fully backed this decision with all these things. So that is it for this episode. And if you feel like, you know, I really am ready to step into the next level version of myself. I'm ready to decide that I get to have the things I want and I'm going to act like that's already true, right? I'm going to become the person who has those things already. Then I would love for you to check out my upcoming workshop. It is going to be amazing. It's called Act Like It. We are spending six weeks stepping into the thoughts, the beliefs, the feelings, and the actions of the version of you who already has the things that you want. And this is a more intimate experience. I I normally do my workshops where we have a Facebook group and we interact in there, but this time we're doing it a little bit different. I wanted a more intimate setting, a more intimate experience. So we're actually doing a Voxer group where people can audio send audio messages to me and I can audio message you and we can really have a day-to-day conversation going around you stepping into being this version of yourself, right? The version of yourself who already has the things that you want. And I will say that I am an expert in acting as if. I have always been able to get the things I desire to have with total ease when I've acted as if that's already true, right? It's already mine. And I'm going to show you all the things that I have learned over the years to get the things that I want by applying the acting as if method. And so that's what this workshop is all about. It's six weeks. There will be a module, a training module each week so that you can Really dive into the specifics around the thoughts, the beliefs, the feelings, the actions of being the version of you who already has the things you want. And you've got me and the rest of the group to really be there to help support you, to guide you, and to give you that camaraderie and that feedback that you need to continue stepping into being the version of yourself who has the things that you want. And if you do that, by the end of the six weeks, you're going to be that person, right? You're going to be the version of you who already has the things you want. And when you are that person, right, when you're matching the vibration of the thing that you want because you're being the person who has it, 
it's going to come to you. This or something better. And so I'm just so excited about this. We've already got a bunch of people signed up, so it's going to be amazing, and I cannot wait. So if you are listening to this before November 1st, because the course starts November 1st, then you can go to jenniferblanchard.net slash actlikeit to join us and get all the details about it. If you have any questions, you can always message me on Facebook or get me in my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club. And if you're listening to this after November 1st, well, still send me a message if you're interested because there's a chance you might still be able to join depending on when this is or I may be offering it again in the future. I don't know yet, but it's always a possibility. So feel free to reach out at any time and be sure to go to jenniferblanchard.net slash act like it to check out all the details. That is it for this week. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, feeling good is the point and the path. Thanks for listening to the Anne Life Podcast. My mission is to raise the vibe of the planet and make it normal for people to have it all and feel good in the process. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the link with your friends so they can listen too. For more from me, be sure to visit my website, jenniferblanchard.net and join my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club.